There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Pack filler. Pack filler. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Pack filler. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, home to every bad or dumb ass who's ever straddled a top tube. You can be a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, or dumb old email at info at packfiller.com. Listen while working, training, we're just sitting and sipping a cold one. And now your hosts, Pat Bulger and Mark Hodgson. Well, I honestly hate to go there because it's been, a, I think it's already been overused. But finally, we have a podcast with hosts with three more balls and just as many Tour de France wins as Lance Armstrong. They're not fast, but they sure are. Pack filler. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Pack Filler podcast in the packfiller.com studios. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hodgson. Um,. We just we're gonna get into it today. Let's and do it. It's it's time to. I'm gonna go quick into the sponsors because I think we're gonna fill. I'll, I'll probably regret it if I say we're gonna fill an hour and then 20 minutes later we're like, shit. What are uh, we talking about now? Hey, yeah. And so anyway, in third grade, <laughs> I stole the milk money. <laughs> Jesus, I was a boy scout. Oh, that's I a whole other show. Oh boy, that's another thing. Do they even? Yeah. Oh boy. Junior development you. program. Yeah, hey, no. thanks to our sponsors, Road ID. It's what I, it's who I am. I think it's who I am. That's their jingle. Boy, I'm sure they're going to love me for screwing that up. Thanks to Stitcher Radio. If you are online and you are listening to our show, and if it is on Stitcher's, uh, get on there and, and rank us, rate us, and uh, pick us for the best show of the year. Oh, yeah. That way we can go to the, what, do, is there a banquet? I doubt it. It's probably you know, more of a, like a, you know, feet, you know, all you can eat kind of thing, at grannies or something Ooh. like that. And of course, I have to say thank you to the Sufferfest. Dave McQuillan, in his sick little monkey mind, has come up with yet another evil source of torture, just in time for the new season. 
new video just came out. I think the day or two ago, unfortunately, Dave is in um, Singapore and I tried to email him to get a comment about what he would, how he would describe this new one. Uh, simply it is called, oh crap, did I write it down? There is no try. That's it. There is no try. Oh, there is no try. The name of it is There Is No Try. Oh, like Yoda. Yes. Try There Is No. But um, but uh, he, he, he describes it just on his website. I didn't get to talk to him directly. Accelerating intervals. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's that six years? Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, it sounds fun until I think that, oh, I'm going to have to do those. Yeah. Word is out there that it is already a classic uh, Sufferfest, which if you've done a Sufferfest, you know. I gotta, you know, I gotta stick with one of the most classic Sufferfests, Revolver. See, you'd have to remind me now because I've, I've got all of them. If I'm so. not mistaken, it's a 45 minute workout, essentially minute on. Oh yes, yes. You know, is that the 15? Yeah, 15 yes. on. Oh, it's like shit. maybe it's three on, one off. Quote 15 Revolver on. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. I think Revolver is like. That is a quintessential. There are other ones that are yeah. brutal. I mean, a- Angels is tough too, but yeah. you know they're all depending. I mean, they're all how hard you do them. I mean, obviously you could do them all in the small ring and yeah. Meow. But uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's I get cool. twitchy now when you make that noise. But uh, You're talking about me? No, I, I think that's that's good. But anyway, going on. Dave McQuillan, always no, yeah. a huge fan of Dave McQuillan. And yep. where does he find that cool music? Um, a lot of it actually, he because he has to do kind of non-royalty stuff, and so yeah. I think he gets a lot of it just from either research or you know specific labels who are willing to help him out and things like that. It's, it's no, it's, it's fun music. It is. It's good music. And uh, if you've never done a Sufferfest before, you got to do it, especially now that if you're in our part of the world, or if hell, if you're in in Great Britain, which I have a feeling your weather's crappy all the time. Um, no, there's there's like four good days in summer. Are there? Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Uh, it's no different than here. I mean, who yeah, are we kidding? Yeah, no. I did the math today. I thought we get five good months where we live. Consistent. Yeah, we get five yeah. good months. We get yeah. amazing days in between. And if you like snow, this is the place. But, yeah. you know, I mean, we get five nice months and that's about it. Yeah, yeah I'm going to unfortunately agree with you on those. Go to the uh, packfiller.com website. Click on the Sufferfest link. It's the guy who's crying. And uh, order a couple of videos. Try them out and see what happens. You might uh, you might enjoy it. Yeah, it's Or you right. might just say, fuck you at the end of it. Because I'm, I've, I think I've said it on the show before. My son has never seen my face in such expressions as when I've been doing those in the TV room. Well, there's no way you'd say that afterwards. During... Uh, oh yeah, 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 it's it's looking good. Yeah. You know why do you do it? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so do we uh, do we want to start with the fluff or do we just want to jump right into this pitch? Let's start with the fluff. Let's just okay. get the fluff out of the way because I mean, and let's let's speed through said fluff. Said fluff. You've been training. Yes, you have. I have. You've been doing swimming. Yes, with the master swim team. Yes, yes. And I keep forgetting um, you're the try of this group. Well, I don't know, but uh, I will say one thing: master swim team. I've been doing it. Um, this, so I do it usually Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I swim on my own on the weekends. And, uh, yes, your literally the first time I jumped in the pool with those guys, my eyes felt like they're popping out of the back of my head. I mean, they what was high chlorine. Well, no, no, it just hurt. <laughs> um, it's, it's been a good time and, and my times have already gone down last night. I think I was just the slowest person overall in the pool. Um, there was, there was large people swimming over the top of me. Um, essentially 
you know, I, I just, I run out of endurance right now. I found yeah. that my lack of training, my lack of fitness in other areas really carried over to the pool. Fortunately, um, some consistent and, uh, <laughs> um, so that's good, but no, I mean, actually it's, it's neat. Swimming's a fun sport. I think for cyclists too, because one, it's very aerobic, it's very low impact and, um, it's very, very hard. Yeah. You suffer very similarly in swimming to cycling. I think cycling is a little more painful um, as far as that focused hurt. Immediately, though? I mean, when, at the times I've done swimming, it has just gone. I've done a lap of the pool, and I need oxygen. Yeah. Well, once you get past the drowning phase, I think, <sighs> you know, when you go, okay, I can gulp in water and i'll just turn my head and cough a little bit and i'm fine that's what screws me up yeah and that's really scary at first but i mean you know once you get past that then you can start hurting a little bit and i'd say it's similar here's the way i rank it like i think running is an overall maybe more brutal sport you get your body takes a tear down tear down your body takes a pounding i think the aerobic hurt maybe a, a different more raw hurt than than like cycling whereas cycling is Focused pain. I mean, yeah. all your pain goes into your. I mean, yeah, just just goes into your your that that machine. And for some odd reason, the bike can channel more pain than running can. So it's a more focused, more hurtful pain. It's not better or worse. I'm not. I'm not saying one's worse than the other. It's just the way it is. Cycling and swimming are very similar in that re- respect, except there's no machine. So I think swimming is scarier because you don't get the whole breathe as much as you want. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I can't even snorkel. I can't. I just start freaking out. That's that's really bummer for your trip to Hawaii because then you're just looking at like seagulls and stuff. Well, maybe I like seagulls. They're very pretty, but they're just one color. I mean, the they're fish gray. on the end, they're, they're yeah, I mean, they really just they they're scavengers. I mean, you might want to take a look at the really cool parrotfish sometime. They're Give it rat, a go. Rats of the sky. I've I've heard that. Yeah. I would call pigeons rats of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. In case you're wondering, no, this is not a podcast from a year ago. Pat and Mark are actually talking about training, and yeah. it, and it's the fall, and they're going to talk about it until spring. Yeah. And then they're going to find some bullshit excuses to why they're not training. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, tune in this spring for yeah, the big for the, change. For the excuse. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, time, family commitments. Where'd it go? Money, injuries. Oh, I was doing really good until I got this cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I went for a uh I've been I've been doing and this is probably not something I should be overly bragging about. I've been doing mountain bike rides. Why would you not brag about that? Well, you, you know, it's it's not true cycling or triathlon. But, uh, uh, this time of year, this area we, I, I've been going off the bluff. Yeah. For those yeah, obviously for those of you not standing in my front yard, um I live about eight blocks away from a, a kind of a well, it's a bluff. That it's is, a spectacular. Yeah, it's a park area that is owned by the city, and you're either going up or down. It is brutal. I mean, and it's steep. And um, It's technical, too. I mean, it is. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. And I went down there. Uh, the last time I straddled the top tube was Sunday. It is now Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, and uh, the the most interesting part of the ride, I'm bombing down an area. Kind of, There's a golf course down at the bottom. And uh, you're just booming around this t- kind of tight single track, going a big, long, sweeping corner, going downhill fast. And I um, had to jam on both brakes because there on the trail in front of me, ass first, was a big effing moose. Moose. Boy I, or girl? Kid, I didn't ask it. Did it have horns? No. Oh, okay. 
So girl. So girl. Okay. okay. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I thought maybe he's a young man and he hadn't sprouted yet. Well, just did you look for the penis? I didn't. I was too scared. Okay, so there's two ways you can generally tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go up and tell him to turn his head and cough. Hello, I saw a boy, <laughs> a big boy. Uh, he he uh, he took a look at me. He was chewing on a leaf or something like that, or the buzz cyclist who went down in front of me. Um, and he turned around and just kind of gave me a look, and I stopped standing there in the middle of the trail. The about, technically she-moose. She-moose? Well, oh, she yeah. She, I keep saying him. It's a she. Well, I wanted it to be a boy because it sounds much more threatening. Uh, they're nine feet tall, if I'm this not mistaken. This is a big effing animal. You and I are about six feet tall each, right? I'm six yeah. one. Yeah, are I'm you six about one. six? I'm six. So, yeah, we're yeah. about the same height. I... And and you and I are about six one each, and I would say that a moose is probably for those of those of our Great Britain li- listeners or anybody who doesn't have meeson um, in their backyard. It's moose, yeah. moose yeah. is moose is moose. But uh, they're big. I mean, they're yeah. they like a horse next to a moose would be really small and known to be aggressive, very aggressive yeah. and very dumb. Yeah. So this guy's this girl. Sorry, I'm just. But they're big. Looking at me and just kept chewing. She just kept chewing. I, of course, trying to use every single wilderness experience that I've ever had. Looked Both at her, hours. Yeah. Looked at her and went, yeah, go on. That's, that's not what you do. No. And she didn't move. Yeah. That's so, of course, I did what every fiber in my body was saying, do. Yeah, it wasn't fight or flight. I, it was flight. I, I turned my bike around on the center of the single track trail, walked up the trail a little bit. When I was slightly out of sight, I did take a picture. So it's on the Pack Filler Twitter oh, account cool. if you'd like to look. And um, I did get a picture of her ass because, you know, that's how I roll. And uh, rode away and kind of cut my ride short mainly because I didn't want to go back down that way. Do you want to hear my only experience with the moose? Yeah. Okay, so I was 23, maybe 20. I might have been 21, 22, but I – I used to do so uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago, not yeah. long. I was a I was a young kid. I mean, just you know, sprout. Yeah. And so I was twenty one, twenty two, and I I worked at a summer camp for about six years, and I was there with all my guys, and we were out camping on a canoe trip, and so it was half guys, half girls, and you know we all slept in this big clearing. Well, yeah, actually that kind of yeah. So anyway, I had a dog at that time, and he was going nuts the whole night. Okay. He was just hanging out with me, and, and so I'm like, hit me. You know, oh, knock it off. Stupid up, dog. Asleep. Yeah. And so we're there, and all we have is canoes. And so, you know, we we all go to sleep, and I think we're all, you know, getting up. And usually got up around 6 or something. So this is about 4.30 in the morning. And set. if anybody's ever been out and slept outside, I mean, it's there's that gray time before yeah. the sun comes up. It's The sun is not up, but it's gray. You can see perfectly well. And so I wake up, and the dog's been going nuts, and I, I wake up, and there's like five or six, you know, no, actually all the kids were sitting up. And I'm like, I sit up, and it was literally out of a movie. And I look at the kid. This kid in front of me, probably three feet in front of me, is points behind me and goes, moose. Oh, shit. And I turn around like, you know, that slow turn. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Six feet from me oh, is a bull moose with a rack oh. that's six feet 
wide. Nice rack, Moose. Hey, Moose, what's up? Nice rack, bitch. You come here awesome, awesome. <laughs> hey, SA. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I I turn around and uh, and I I look and I'm I'm I don't know how I I, I really don't know how I kind of kept my my cool at this point, but I I, I mean I'm like. That's the biggest thing I've ever seen. I mean, literally, it was two feet taller than oh, I was, shit. maybe three feet taller than I was, no. with a six-foot rack. Hugest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like an elephant, really. I mean, that's what they, they – they're huge. <laughs> it's a scoop, super yeah. skinny elephant. Yeah, it's like a super skinny <laughs> elephant, and you're just going – I am so screwed. Yeah. And so uh, I – and the dogs – like that. So I grab the yeah. dog, and I turn around and say, okay, everybody – we're all going to get up and walk. <laughs> Quicker. Walk Quicker. down to the boats. <laughs> you know, I didn't God. know what else to do. I'm like, everybody yeah. get up. And we're going to walk. And they all got up at once and it spooked the thing and it took off the other way. Oh, shit. And uh, I didn't know what else to do. I'm like, at least get them out of their sleeping bags because. Yeah, it's like. You know, at least, you're not a, yeah, at least you're not stuck. <laughs> you know, run away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, that's my only moose thing. But literally, I, I, I empathize with your situation oh, because. They are huge. They are. I've, I've come across a mountain lion on a ride. I mean, 10 feet away from a mountain lion on a trail. And wow. that scared me. I mean, that really scared me. The mountain lion was confused. He didn't understand what the difference between me and the bike, where one ended and the other one began. And that spooked him. But this moose. Mountain lion, you're going to get tore up. Mountain yeah. lion, you're going to get tore up, but you're probably going to live. Moose? Um, jury shit, I don't know either way. I don't know either way. But, you I'll, know. I'll take, I'll take mountain lion over moose. I thought day. the mountain lion was reading the menu. The moose was like. Bring it. He was he, the moose was more in a bring it, bitch. I don't care. You know, you, yeah. you, you want to get past me? <laughs> you're going through me. Well, it's the thing, and they'll kick your head off. Yeah, they literally. Kick I just heads off. man. So I just turned around and and there's your moose lesson for today. Yeah, and girls. I owe my wife an apology because she said to me the day before, "Don't go down there. I hear there are tales of moose." I'm like, yeah, sure. There's gonna be some fucking moose bullshit, right, honey? Whatever. I come home, wow, I'm, I'm so hard. sorry, honey. Nothing there, nothing yeah. there. Yeah. Didn't see a big freaking yeah. deer. Give me six weeks and my testicles might drop again. Uh, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. So um, now that we're, uh, we got that out of the way, uh, yeah. we are a uh, cycling and triathlon-based uh, podcast. And uh, speaking of cycling... With moose interests. With moose interests, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we're going to have to add that into the description. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag moose. Um Anything happening in the world of cycling? I don't know if there's anything going on. I mean, it's as hard to find news right fact, now. As a matter of fact, there is something happening. Not necessarily, really? not necessarily in the cycling world, but I believe, I do believe that there has been one of the shot putters oh. from the London Olympics okay. was banned for doping. Really? Yes. No shot. Yeah. Oddest thing ever. That I would have never sucks. seen that coming from track and field. God. You know, and it's it's been the weird of... the weirdest part. Yeah, the weirdest part. You're never gonna guess this. What? She was from Belarus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Don't accuse me. Listen, Cindy. <laughs> this is natural. Cindy, Cindy, you've grown testicles, <laughs> and you still have vagina. <laughs> So if you could grow they're testicles. Not, they're like earrings. What the hell are you doing? If you take enough HGH, could you grow not earrings? I just thought they hung low. <laughs> I didn't know where they came from. Get in the chopper now. <laughs> you know what? I guess that's Austrian. I'm <laughs> a fish. Yeah, well, everybody speaks that. <laughs> Belarus sounds like Austria. Get in the chopper now. <laughs> We're... um. 
I'm laughing so I don't cry. Yeah, I am too. I, um, you know what? And I, I posted on the on the site a couple of days ago saying, okay, to to talk about it or to not talk about it. Yeah, I I think we got to get it out of here and then promise Perch. never to bring it up again. Well, I mean, unless there's something really freaking funny that happens around it, oh, but I think yeah. we can bring it up in a joking way, and I think we can make it. Also, somewhat intelligent for our listeners, as opposed to what's actually been reported by all sides. Yes, if you don't know what we're talking about, you are living under a, under a rock. Um, the USADA report. And if if the you decisions. don't know what we're talking about, you probably believe that Mitt Romney can reduce the deficit by adding oh, seven shit. trillion oh, in shit. spending. You had to bring it. Everybody, drink. Mark brought up political issues. That's drink. right. Well, the the debates were last night. Come yeah, on, they were. They you were. Gotta give me maybe that one half was a fucking drink. boring. That one was okay. I'll give you a sip. I did like the part. Where, well, we have these things called aircraft carriers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, like that part. Lance did it. Um, well, according to what's been said, yeah, yeah, yeah. His silence speaks volumes. Yeah, that, I don't know if his silence speaks as many volumes as his teammates' words. You know what, and that's you know, I'm sure you being the having the the probably the research in terms of what's going on and and the bullshit or or the reality of it all. Um, I'm I'm just having a whole problem with this with how the whole the whole process is going, how it went, how the fact that um, you've got guys who are come for coming forward for hopefully hoping for some sort of sort of amnesty, and uh, and they're losing their jobs or they're they're you know what choice did they have? I mean, you look at you look at what happened to Lance Armstrong, the guy with the most money, the most talent, the most resources, and he couldn't fight those people. And then you look at someone like George Hincapi, who they say we're going to do the same thing to you. But George it's, retired, so he's fine. I mean, well, he still took the deal. Yeah. Why didn't he just shut up? Because he didn't want his victory stripped. He didn't want to get caught into it. He couldn't fight them any more than Lance Armstrong. So you take these witnesses that were all coerced. I'm not saying, folks, that Lance didn't do it. Okay, let's. I'm yeah. not. I'm not defending it. I'm, I'm attacking the process. Let's assume for now that this is this happened. Okay, I, I let's think do you it. know, like from a from a court of public opinion, he's, it's. I yeah. really think that I'd be pretty Pollyanna to say, "Oh, I think he's clean as a whistle." Yeah, I think that'd be foolish. I However, think you're living a lie if you start to believe that at this point. I, I do too. I think. Well, I mean, I would have to. I haven't really seen the actual testimony of you. I I have a short attention span. Yeah, and I, I started to read it, and then I saw something shiny, uh-huh. and I started chasing it. Oh, that's fine. And it was a kitty cat. Well, I saw like this, one of those laser dots on the wall. And I oh, I hate it. that shit. <laughs> Assholes. Oh, God. My kid does that, too, yeah. just to fuck with me. Um you know, so I mean, where do we start with all this? Do we want to do we want to attack the process? Do we want to just talk about the entire I wanna... debacle that it has become? I mean, I have a problem with the fact that a guy like Levi comes forward, um, does testify, does, well, not testify, does admit to it, and um, automatically fired by Omega Pharma. Okay, but here's my question though: Levi Leipheimer takes takes it on the chin, right? Yeah, big fired, time. right? Yeah, fired. Yeah, how's his uh, tour of California wins? Yeah, why haven't they pulled those away? Why aren't from those stripped? Yeah. That's a bummer, isn't it? You know, I mean, I mean are they going to say those wins were happened while he wasn't doping? Well, He's going to say he doped during specific years. Okay. And I guess and I, I guess I'm going to get into the boring part for some of our listeners, but it, it No, does, that's okay. It does piss me off, and here's why. USADA. What is USADA? Yes. Now, I established this through USADA's own website. Okay. One, your stats were incorrect on the last podcast. 
You uh-huh. said 2001. USADA came into being. USADA. USADA's own website says 2009. Okay, yeah. It okay. says 2009 on their website? I was going off of their website. I went off their website today. It said they were formed in 2009. Really? Yeah. So we start there. USADA. Now, what is USADA? Now, when you, when you Google USADA, you'll find that it's a non-governmental agency yes. charged to include all NGBs. What is an NGB? Well, I do wish that we could conquer Northern Great Britain because it's gorgeous. Not gorgeous butts. Oh, it is gorgeous. Not gorgeous butts. I do not like them. No and gooey boogers. I like gooey boogers, okay. especially when I shoot I them out of my I could do this news. for a long time. So anyway, non-NGBs are national governing bodies. And national Ooh, governing gotcha. bodies is equally vague as the United States Anti-Doping Association. So, a national no. governing body includes governing the NFL. It includes the NBA. It includes WACA. Whoa. What's WACA? That is the World Adult Kickball Association. Nice. Yes. It includes WACA. Now, I did try to find <laughs> which of... you fucking kidding me. No. There's a WACA? There is. WACA, WACA, WACA. <laughs> Look it up, folks. <laughs> there is also a Dodgeball Association. Well, and so yeah. here's where I saw the movie. So here's my problem, including all of... I mean, we want to create an even playing field for WACA. Yeah. And because um, all those poor kids on the playing ground... I keep thinking of my fifth grade teacher. Yeah. So there is, there is the World Association... The world, and, and that's why I want to draw the differentiation, and, and it may seem absurd when you first look at it, but the <laughs> NFL and Waka are on equal playing grounds. <laughs> Juicing up fifth graders. You're going to no. kick the shit out of this thing, kid, or you're out. And you're not going to tell anybody. Everybody, yeah, get the ball. I want 10 more PSI in that ball. Your math grade is <laughs> fucked if you tell anybody. <laughs> but I, I, I think you actually might be misinformed on that point. It's the Sorry. World Association of Adult oh, Kickball. Oh, see, that takes all the fun out well, of it. Well, not necessarily, because <laughs> what? who are the assholes out there playing kickball? But, um, but I guess, <laughs> you know, t- okay... Shit just got real. For, for all of our kickball <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry, really sorry. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay, so we got Waka and the NFL. <laughs> Both can be governed by USADA. Okay. As well as USAT and everything else. And I think that's the problem you're running into here is that, one, the governing bodies themselves play by their own rules. And USADA plays by its own rules with virtually no oversight. And and when you get to where you have to play by the rules, such as little agencies like the FBI, they couldn't bring down Lance Armstrong. Little agencies. Yeah, the small ones with all the yeah. professionals. They yeah. could go and kill Osama bin Laden and found him hiding in a house in the middle of Pakistan. Yeah. And, and they found a way to bring helicopters and everybody to go. And the last thing you saw is this Navy SEAL and everything. But they couldn't quite make a case, so they left him alone. Whereas USADA started with an end in mind. Yeah. See, they didn't start with the proposition that Lance Armstrong could be innocent. Guilty. That, no, no. They started with the prospect that he was guilty. How can I twist the facts and the witnesses towards telling me what I want to know? And I'm not saying that Lance wasn't – I mean maybe there's it, a benefit here. Yeah. I'm trying to find it though because I did a little research, a little bit. And so when I start, I go with, well, 
what's a popular sport? What are we trying to do by anti-doping? And I'm going to ask that to you, Pat, right now. Uh-oh. Why do we not – why do we want people not to dope? Because because it makes the race that much more exciting uh-huh. or boring. Yeah. Okay, but we, we – No, in all, in all honesty, why do we not want people to dope? Because of the – I mean I'm going to go on the high perch and I'm going to talk yeah. about health consequences. I I'm going to talk about unfair advantages. I'm going to talk about the fact that – this is something that it, it doesn't level the playing field. Okay, it doesn't level the playing field. And let's talk about health consequences. Are we concerned there? Absolutely. They're horrible. How many aren't people they? have I mean, I don't know the cases, but we had a lot of riders dropping dead. Dead. Over the years. D E D double D. Dead. Yeah. Okay. We had riders dropping dead. Now we look and so USADA's charge is to prevent doping in all NGBs. Correct? Well, on paper. Stop. On paper, which means it is. Yes, that's what they're. That's what the, that's they, their they job. claim their mission to be. I'm playing devil's how advocate. How many? How many cyclists are there in America? Well, I'm one. Sometimes there's two in this room, and we've even been licensed. Yeah, but how, I want to go licensed bike riders. How many? Holy shit! Are? I don't know. I'd have to look up the USA. USA I tried. Stands. I couldn't really figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Okay, how I'm many sure you it's... think? Go big. It's, um, hundred thousand. Okay, I think it's less. Is it? Yeah, I think ten thousand. I think it's like fifty thousand. Well, damn it! You, now you make me look stupid. I think it's fifty thousand. However, I how many? Just meow and get it over with. No, no, no. I think it's like fifty thousand, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong on that. And if somebody has okay. like a valid stat, please. No, send that it sounds in. that sounds good. That sounds but, good. Okay, so we're doing the licensed cyclists. licensed cyclist yeah. racers, people who are likely to dope. Okay, let's just say those are the people likely to dope. We're doing the greatest good for the greatest number of people, right? So we're going to take USADA, who's going to take all NGBs, mm-hmm. and they're going to do the greatest good for the greatest number of people. Okay. If you could think of how many high school football players are there? 500,000. 1,036,000. God damn it, I look stupid again. I Fuck. have yet to find a stat where USADA tested one high school football player. Really? I, just, I didn't pause for effect. I, I honestly am shocked. So here we are going after Lance Armstrong. We all know the NFL dopes. We all know the NFL under USADA's charter. We all know the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Not NBA. Um, NBA MLB. MLB. NHL. MLB. All those guys are under their charters. Waka. I mean, we all know those doping fuckers in kickball are out there juicing it up every day. They're shooting it straight into their ass. Right when they get to the plate. And it's bullshit, and I'm tired of it. It's a dirty, dirty sport. Oh, yeah. But what I'm saying to you is that the you look at this USADA who went after a witch hunt, a virtual yeah. witch hunt yeah. on, on Lance Armstrong with an end in mind. And that's always been my problem. And I guess that's what I wanted to talk about is there is the unsavory piece. At which point, at which point did a testing agency, UCI, anybody else, say, yeah, we did a good job when we tested Lance Armstrong? He's clean. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, you want to get into the UCI just from what my research has been is this is a, this is a, you know, they better circle the wagons right now because everybody's, everybody's ganging up on Pat McQuaid and these guys. It, it's now to the point where, okay, duh, this entire organization is corrupt. They've been bought off from day one. Lance probably just, you know, I'm sure Lance is listening right now because he's got all this free time on his hands. <laughs> um, so you know the the what they're what we're saying here is that Lance put together the 
most incredible doping program in the world. I disagree. Paid off the right people, made donations in the right ways. People looked the other way. Tests got lost or they got buried in the press. The guy from Cycling Weekly, for our Great Britain fans, has admitted to the fact that he should have done more to out this because he knew of stories. He knew of, of situations where this where this was truly happening. When you were a kid, did you ever go like camping or anything? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. No, no, no. Do you ever go camping? <laughs> oh, God. Do you ever go camping with other yeah, kids? Yeah, absolutely. I would camp. And, and I don't know if this is a universal experience, but it was for me. Okay. And I'm anxious Did you to ever get a mosquito in. that landed on your arm? Yeah. And, and you tighten it up. And if you tighten it up. Until then it exploded. Things, it exploded. Did yeah. you ever explode a mosquito? Are you accusing me of something? No. Did you ever? Yes. You actually got the mosquito to explode. I don't know. Or did you get the mosquito to get full blood and then it, it, it flew off very happy and full? Now you're calling me out for something. I don't know. I don't well, here's, I here's what I've seen. God I spent damn it. Does this make Pat stu- look stupid now? No, not at all. Not at all. What I'm saying to you, though, my is when I was taking my beer back. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link this to all of our listeners who are completely lost right yeah, now. Yeah. The God, mosquito yeah. thing is I know and I spent six years in the woods with tons of mosquitoes and thousands of kids. And all of them would tighten their arms and try to blow up the mosquito just like I did when I was a kid. Yeah. And they all knew a kid who did it. Well, their hematocrit levels were too low. No, they all knew a kid. <laughs> they all knew a kid who blew up that mosquito and he did it, but they had never been able to do it themselves. Okay. And so there's stories around that everybody believes and everybody tries even to their own detriment. Yeah. But they really don't have firsthand knowledge. So when you hear Cycling Weekly go, I had firsthand knowledge or secondhand knowledge that Lance was doping. Well, well you did. I don't know if he had firsthand or secondhand knowledge. I think he was apologizing for the fact that he did have knowledge. Maybe he did, but what was he to do with that knowledge? And who, who is different? Yeah. You know, I mean the the point I have for this is you have a governing body that are that literally. It's funny that it's Armstrong, but strong armed these people, <laughs> strong armed these people in, into testifying for an end they wanted. It was not that they said. Let's see if Lance Armstrong is innocent. I want to prove his innocence. No, I agree. They, they sat there and they said, how do we get – here's point B, and point A is he's not innocent. How do we get to point B? And they never really – they never got us there. No. And, and, and I, I mean I think that the transparency of that organization is lacking. And the other thing is, is you look 
you look at the numbers and the numbers don't add up. And I've seen some of our, our sister podcasts, you know, such as the endurance hour and stuff. Yeah. They've gone through these numbers. And I know, I know, um, R O G E R has, 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 gone, drink, through these, has drink. gone through these, drink, drink, these, these I can spell. I'm not a two year old <laughs> drink to, as to how <laughs> they, they correlate. And you know, the, the, and I think the, 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 the um, the baseball players, especially the comparison to how they've been tested, is nowhere near where cycling's been tested. No and the comparison, and the funny part is, is you look and you look at the actual um, stats and some of the quotes that have come from. Um, I mean, you you look at this. What is it? It's uh, you know. Are you you got a list of what tests have been, what sports have been tested? No, but you look at the Belarusian Olympic uh, shot put. It's like. What, when something is so remarkable these days, you look at it, and rightly or wrongly, there's a question in your mind. You can't accuse him of doping for sure because there's no evidence of it. But if you look at it, is this too good to be true? And, oh, and that's, that's, from, yeah. that's, from the, yeah. uh, tra- that's from Pound. Um, who is it? It's uh, Dick Pound from the former world anti-doping boss. Wait, wait. Well, hold the phone. Can oh. we just stop for a second? Dick Pound. Dick Pound. I know. The guy's name is Dick Pound. Yeah, it's awesome. I'd be bitter and work for US eighty eight too if my name was Dick Pound. That's not USADA. That's oh. the world one. Oh. But what I'm saying Even is worse. he looks at it and they look at track and field as just being saturated. Now far more yeah. people do track and field, but it's not as sexy as the Lance Armstrong thing. But explain to me Well, Marion Jones. Who thinks if you're listening to this podcast, who thinks Usain Bolt's clean? I don't. I, I mean, either. I don't. I, I, I'm I want to hear. I want to hear about it. Who thinks Usain Bolt's clean? I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a very, cl- it's a very quiet room because there's yeah. only two of us. Yeah, but um, <laughs> you know, you know, it's not the, like we have the, a studio audience. The but, Skype's not on right now. <sighs> yeah, you know, exactly. um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to put that in post editing. <laughs> We're with um, you, Mark. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, <laughs> I guess I throw that out there. Is you're you? I don't. Know. I, I mean. I want to see my sport grow with a purpose. Thank you for destroying cycling. You get to that point where you see something like that now. I, I know I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to generalize all cyclists to the point where we're thinking now. We see something amazing happen now, and it's, oh, shit. And I, you know, yes. Is, is professional cycling ruined? Yes. Permanently? No. Um, I think for, I think it is for a while. I think we're going to have a tough time dragging ourselves out of the bullshit in this. Why would you want to be a professional cyclist? Why I don't I couldn't agree more. Um, I think we're now at the point where we are a laughing stock, very similar to what pro basketball is trying to dig itself out of. I think pro basketball is a joke. I think the athletes are the real deal. I think they're real athletes. I, I think the games and the the, yeah. the culture. I think around it's just it become a, a showcase. I think it's just become this silly little. Dog and pony show, but you better. Um, I mean, I, it's kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters. Is yeah, what it is, yeah. You know? But um, you know, the, and then and I think cyclists, is just, cycling's now just become wrapped with this this stigma of you know I'm I don't know it's I, think I have it's a, I have a hard time though with cycling being you know this stigmatized sport and you know people going oh cycling's dirty cycling's this oh, cycling's come that. on and and yet you you idolize Usain Bolt. Yeah, and and maybe I'm wrong. And Usain's welcome to come on the show and tell me what an asshole I am. I'm sure he would. Um, yeah, man, you are asshole. Yeah, and that's about all we get. That's out my of best me. Jamaican I, I could do. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but what I do know is is the the sports that have always been just 
riddled with yeah. steroid use, riddled with doping, riddled with every virtual um, drug known to man are kind of getting a pass right now. Yeah. And the sport that actually I think is one of the gateway sports to a healthy lifestyle, cycling, triathlon, Absolutely. swimming, running, those are things that you can do lifelong that are getting a bad rap. And that's my problem. You say you're doing it for the greatest good. You're not. You don't give a shit about yeah. high school football players. You don't give a shit about rugby players. And the Waka players are just walking all over you. Yeah. And so all I know. Waka-ing. That's what they call it, those drugged up psycho freaks. And so <laughs> I, I just got to say. Yeah, I'm going to get sued by Waka. Uh, well, I mean, we all know that drug use is likely not an issue with the walk-up folk because, I mean, really, I bet they've got to be home by I bet there's a lot of beer and cocaine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <there's, laughs> they just got to be home by 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Mom made waffles. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, there's just a, you're right. 40, Pat. Who's up? <laughs> I'm pitching. Woo! Waka! Waka! But I mean, if Waka falls under that, and, and the thing is, I think there are more rugby players in the United States than cyclists. Yeah. Why did you go after Lance Armstrong? Why are, why are there not more lacrosse doping? And we all know that high school kids do stupid stuff. I I think this is the equivalent of bringing down the mob, I, and, and that's what was. it is. I think you you saw us thinking of themselves as the Untouchables, and they brought down the the ring, the kingpin, the ringleader. But the Untouchables, the idea of the Untouchables was that they actually did it within the confines of the law. Well, you know, that was the idea. These people played by their own set of rules and created a situation where they cast doubt and conformed their ideas to it. Yeah, you know, they didn't. I. I I know he did it. Odds are, when I saw seven in a row, I thought, nah, shit, yeah, yeah. You know, there could be a problem here. And odds are, if he didn't come back and end up on the podium, that um, made things a little screwed. <laughs> shit, he got third after a couple years <laughs> off. Was he doing God. it? And he's 40. Damn. You know, I mean, you know. Take yeah. a corkscrew to my balls. <laughs> I'm getting rid of one of those. Look man. Yeah. Faster. But I, I, I just, I think those types of things. I, I don't know. I mean, and, and for those of you who think I'm a huge Lance Armstrong fan, I'm not. And But I am still kind of a fan of the American athlete. And yeah, I, I, do think that, I do think that Lance Armstrong did something that was pretty unique and caused a lot of good things to happen. So I am going to give him a little credit, and I'm going to martyr him. A little bit, a little bit. He, I mean, he still rode his bike like a madman. You know, um, I'm, I'm looking at a graphic here mm -hmm. that, um, in terms of the statistics of who's going to take the Tour de France wins, I mean, do you pass it down to somebody else? Here we've got the Tour de France in '99. Second place was Alex Zula, busted for drugs. Uh, two, Ooh. yeah, uh, 2000, Jan Ulrich busted oh. for doping. 2001, Jan Ulrich busted for doping. Ooh. 2002, Yoshiba Baloki busted for doping. Ooh. 2003, Baloki got busted. Yeah, when did he get busted? In, I don't know. I thought he went out with a hip injury. Now. I'm just reading the damn graphic. Baloki got busted. No, he broke his hip in a later year. But yeah, uh, yeah, after oh, he the got years, busted after before years. he broke his hip. No, I think afterwards he got round up towards the end of his career. Oh, he admitted okay. to some of these things early in his career. 2003, Jan. Let me, let me stop you on Beloki, though. Let's just talk about Beloki. The hip break? The hip break. He could have won that year. 
He was he flying. He was flying. But yeah, probably dope. I will else. honestly. Sorry, well, Yoshiba. You know, please call this call, call the show, show and go on because we'd love to hear about it. Because hey, it's all out in the open now. Yeah. Woo. Um. But I honestly, I mean, for the doped Olympics, which the Tour de France must have been. Yeah. I remember watching Beloki coming up that mountain pass that year, and I thought Lance may have a problem because he had he was on Onse, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah he was flying. And, uh, he was flying. That guy. I mean, he was a real deal, and I'll, I'll stick to my guns on that. Yeah. I think he could have won that year. Yeah. Okay. Go on, uh, these are just Tour de France. I have other Lance wins in those individual years. Oh, that Lance all was stripped. Sport. Lance never yeah. won anything. Tour de France, 90, uh, 2003. George Hancappy won a few things, though, right? He won, like, stages and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Well, a are couple, we stripping those? Like, Gant Vevelgum, I stripping think those? I, I don't know. Not that I've heard. Not that I've heard. 2003, Jan Ulrich. 2004, Andreas Cloden busted oh. for doping. Oh. 2005, Ivan Basso busted Darn. for doping. Um, 2008, he didn't ride. 2009, he got third place. Brad Wiggins got uh, placed behind him third overall. Brad Wiggins clean. Is Bradley Wiggins still clean? You know what? I'm going to knock on I'm wood, too, for all of our GB listeners, too. Uh, I hope Bradley Wiggins stays clean from now until all time. He rode that like a champ. I, I, you know what? But he, what I, the only thing that makes me happy for hope for after seeing what what Wigo did this year is he rode it, but he didn't. It wasn't this oh my god dominating performance. And it's the first one of those we've seen in a while, and I think it's going to lead. We've talked about this on the show before to really fucking boring tours. But I will say he rode it like a champion. I think yeah. he he rode it the way he should. Any, I mean. You know, he wrote it, I think, in a more exciting fashion than even Cadell Evans. Yeah. You know, and Cadell Evans gritted it out. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, oh, the Schleck brothers. How's that working out? Oh, God Aww. damn. Their daddy has said online that he wants them to uh, retire from cycling. And do what? I probably... You get to ditches. age. You get to age 28 or 30 as a cyclist. Yeah. You are pretty much brain dead. You can do one thing. Ride a bike. Yeah. Well, you know, I know some cyclists who would probably be able to do that. No, I mean, if you're a pro cyclist, I, I mean, mean Davis I'm not... Finney's a pretty amazing guy, you know. Mm, yeah, that's probably true. But what I'm saying is, is when you take someone out of that sport right away, well, that's if a you tough, dedicate that's your entire, I'm not going to say anything bad. I'm, I mean, I'm going to agree not with bad. you. You, you dedicate on. you dedicate your entire life to one thing and one thing only from the time you are 15, 16 years old all the way up until your late 20s. You're kind of stuck. I mean, you're into that full bore. Well, another thing is... Go to college, boys and girls. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the one thing that's tough, though, is you take like those 28-year-old guys. They're living a pro-athlete lifestyle without the salary. Yeah. Um, you know, they're traveling nine months out of the year, living in hotels. Kind of, you know, kind of a childish lifestyle, really. I mean, not not to call them, you know immature or anything but you no. know you're living this this kind of taking care of lifestyle and then mm-hmm. if you're not going to do that what's your option i don't know and, and, and I, th- I think we're now at the point where and i don't you know i don't want to speculate anymore because i'm tired of speculating i'm actually really tired of pro cycling right now um but okay frank kind of maybe got stuck this last tour diuretic yeah, yeah um, that's a bummer you know, uh, you always so hear about things where people drop out of races because of a test that they know they're going to get caught for, popped for. You know, do we do we think, oh shit, did Andy really hurt himself, or was he about to get popped? You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. Do you know? This is the stuff that goes through my mind. This is that fear now. Um, you know, you hear guys like Fabian Cancellara, who's pissed. He says. 
God damn it, I trained my ass off. And how many races have I been, have I lost because of some doped up ass, asshole, you know, taking it away from me? I think we got a long way to go, gang. Oh, I think Fabio Conchalara is just now figuring out that people dope. No, that's I what mean, the that's thing. nonsense. Though. You know, and I think we're at that point now where, where we got to start calling bullshit on people. Miguel Indurain has come on, uh, has come through the press over the last 24 hours talking about the fact that he, he wants Lance to fight. He thinks Lance should fight some of these charges. I agree. Lance should not just sit back. But um, sitting um, back seems to be a mistake. I, I think Miguel's got to sh- 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 shut the up right now because uh, hey miguel somebody's going to come your direction there's a big italian storm coming over the hill and it's not from people accidentally not reporting an earthquake which they actually arrested people for not reporting an earthquake i'm i'm i've been spending a lot of time online um that may or may not be true yeah i know it's online so yeah it must well, be true if it's online it's true yeah i read I'm, it on wikipedia no um but i think there's going to be a big doping cloud storm associated with Dr. Ferrari in Italy happening here soon. And I think likely, yeah. Um I think I read somebody's stance saying on it, why don't we just say, okay, here's the deal, everybody, for the next ten days, everything's free. Freebie. Come on, tell us who doped. Ooh. Nobody amnesty. gets busted. Nobody gets busted. Amnesty. Tell us who doped. Go. Ten days. You do it in eleven, you're fucked. If you do it, you know, in twelve, you're fucked. But I, th- I, th- I'm just, I, good damn. I it. think the writers should have gone more snitches get stitches. Yeah. You know, idea. You know, I, I just. That's what issue, it was, though. That's what it that's was. That's what it should have been. I'm sorry. That's you what know? Lance did. That's how he dominated it. If you told, you were gone. I mean, there are clean writers who had the audacity to accuse Lance, who got fucked. Bassons, you know, uh, got hosed. He got, he got, he was disgraced out of the sport. I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not know, saying. I'm not. Frankie I'm not. and Betsy Andreo, Frankie's wife, Betsy, was was basically spoken of as Frankie if she was, was clean. Frankie was not clean, but his wife, he and his wife, were in the hotel room, allegedly hospital room, allegedly when Lance admitted to a doctor of these drugs use. Betsy could not keep silent. He allegedly, went out as best he could to screw her over to say she was jealous of Lance, um, she's a whore, she's a slut, she's everything that he could possibly say about this young Let woman. Let me stop you. What was her compulsion to talk about Lance? She was in a hospital room with him when he in, admitted was, taking all these drugs. What was her compulsion? What was her motivation for talking about Lance? The quest to do to something really right? To do it right. Because yeah. she cared so damn much. You don't believe in the she good of people. She didn't want 15 minutes of fame. She wanted to make it right. No, I don't think that. I I, 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 I don't know Betsy Andreo. And, I'll tell and you I'll what. Apologize to, I'll be the first person to apologize to her. i tell you what. Something going that big, something that big, that but, type of a, of a huge wheel of, of an operation going, and you find out the guy at the top is cheating. He wasn't at the top during that time, though. You look at the hospital room when he's going under the knife. He's not at the top. He was mid-range. I mean, I, granted, he won the world championship. I don't know what year it was, to be honest. And I, I, I should do. have that data right here in front of me. I, I, I know exactly when it was. I read the book. It was Every Second Counts. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but I think yeah. Lance would remember when he had a ball removed. And I believe it was it was well prior to him ever winning a, a Tour de France victory. How about Lamond? What about Lamont? Greg went actually had the audacity, shucker, to go out and say that nobody can do this. This can't be done. This has got to be some sort of a cheating going on. 
Lance, she may be right. And Trek Bicycle Corporation went out of their way. Let's be honest to bury Greg, our now official only Tour de France winner of the United States. I'm not saying Greg's the who most likable guy in the world. From what I understand, Greg Greg's clean. a tough guy. I'm I'm saying Greg's clean because Greg hasn't been tested or touched. But you know what? How about Bernardi? No. He was clean? I'm not. I don't know anymore. That's where I am. Fignon tested dirty. I'm now at the point where I'm going, Jesus Christ. All your idols. Yeah. How long has it been going on? Is Sean Kelly, is Stephen Roche, is Bernardino, is um, Johan Museo? Yeah, I think he admitted to it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. How many of these guys are going to get roped into this? And and how long has it been going? Are we going to look at Jacques Anquetil? Are we going to look at uh, Francesco Moser? I'm jumping all over decades, but but, uh, but what you're doing is when you go to Anquetil, I mean you Miguel could, Indurain. Well, let's say Anquetil. Anquetil is what year is that? Is that 40s? Long time ago. I don't know. Anquetil is a while back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, when I, when I go when I go way back in the in the tour, or we go way back in history, you could buy heroin in the store. Um, what? Yes, there is a time. Heroin has not always been illegal. Um, heroin was perfectly fine in the wild, wild west. Up until the 1900s, heroin was fine. In fact, alcohol was illegal. And so... Uh, <laughs> Happy opposite day, everyone. Yeah. Um, marijuana ended up on the Schedule C drugs, uh, or ske- Schedule A drugs. Marijuana is listed as a federal drug as heroin, cocaine, marijuana and it goes in that schedule of drugs those those three are in the are in the, the top schedule of drugs wow. thanks to a 1950s film called reefer madness and so simply by this is what i'm really trying to get at during the show is you're amazing we politicize what is right and what is wrong and we also politicize what legal substances are why would you go after oncotil when there were no banned substances you could take yeah. you could take a, a a cocaine enema with a heroin shot and go race if you could stay on your bike and not crash anyone. Wow. Well, so I mean, why would you th- go after Oncotil? Why would you go after Eddie Merckx when the substances he may have taken weren't banned? There are talks about the, uh, the great Tommy Simpson who died on my birthday. Sorry. Um, no. Uh, no, I'm just you sorry know, you were born. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, Great Tommy Simpson, but what yeah. about him? Tommy Simpson. Yeah, I thought of having. Um, I can't even go. I'm gonna go on to. I'm gonna go on to the sponsors. That was you funny. look at. You look. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, you look at the guys like Trek, Nike, Oakley. Everybody running away from Lance like he was on fire. Hey, um, yes. But Nike will still sponsor Tiger Woods, though, so everything's fine. Well, I mean, Tiger. I guess. But the thing is, when was Tiger? The PGA, also an NGB. And and Tiger Woods, I'm guessing, is not drug tested. You know, after seeing John Daly, I don't think they bothered drug testing. Well, I mean, John Daly would be just like a Petri dish. <laughs> it's just like, all right, good luck if you can find a needle. <laughs> I mean, a vein. Shit, I screwed Hi. that up. Hi, I'm John Daly. Yeah. If you can figure out what drug I didn't do, that'd be much <laughs> yeah, appreciated. Exactly. Yeah, I need to. I'm going for the trifecta. <laughs> they don't call me the Walworths for nothing. Jesus Christ, I know. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, thanks, Nike. No, I, I I don't have anything against Nike. I actually, I think I still own a pair of Oakley somewhere in the house. Uh, my kid's on a trek. My wife's on a trek. Um, Good bikes. 
Do you blame them for, for jumping ship on him? Nah. I mean, any more than do I blame Lance they... Armstrong for taking banned substances. I mean, it's human nature. The one thing, the one question... I mean, I... You, you, hear about the, you hear about the writers at the time saying, you were dropped or you doped. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Dope or dropped. And um, if, you know, a guy like Lance, let's be honest, really competitive. And super good. Yeah. Talented, really competitive, and really, quote unquote, self-motivated, which means yeah. he's a selfish guy. I don't mean that as an insult. He's a, he's kind of a prick, but that kind of comes with the, the fast asshole syndrome. Yeah. Um, do you blame him? I mean... Hey guys, if we want to be competitive in the sport, we have to dope, or we we're gonna none of us are gonna get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Fuck! I mean, what do you do at that point? What do you do at that point? If somebody were to walk up to you and say, "Mark, you can't do your job anymore unless you start selling crack out of the back of your Subaru." Well, my Subaru doesn't run anymore, so well, it's the, even, rather stationary. Even better, it's a it's like a drive through. Well, it's like a lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Actually, with crack, it'd be a lot faster. I don't know anymore. But I mean, you know? that's that's the whole thing, though. Is do you do you do it or you don't? And we don't care. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the problem I have is we don't care about high school athletes. We don't care about PGA athletes. We really don't care about the NHL. You can find an article today, and I'd encourage all of our listeners to Google it. Google it. The second article on NHL and drug testing is that when the playoffs start, the drug testing ends. So we don't care about the NHL. Look it up. And so when we don't care about the NHL and we don't care about high school football because there's a million high school football athletes far outstripping cyclists. Shit, yeah. We really don't care about – because that's where we start. We start with, oh, it's about the kids. Well, no, it's not about the kids. Nobody gives a shit about the kids. And so we it's start – about sponsorship dollars, well, baby. It is. That's what it is. It is about sponsorship dollars. But you know what? Even shows like ours need sponsorship dollars. So both of them. Please. And uh, both dollars we yeah. get. And, <laughs> and so, you know, we – we look at those things and we say, you know, okay, great. Oakley and everything else and, and, and all those people jumping ship, they're out to make a buck, same as Lance. And they know? have an image to protect. They have an image to protect. Lance is on the downside. Guess what? You're bad business right now. I don't blame Oakley. I don't blame Nike. I'm like, get the hell away from that guy. Even Lance got away from his own foundation. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Shit, you don't want me, man. No, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm stinky. I'm good. You yeah. know, I'm good. Yeah. I've got my money. I've got my kids. My yeah. kids are healthy. My life is good. I did what I set out to do. And done. You know, but what I say is, is don't sit here with this hypocritical image and enforce or encourage USADA. USADA, their priorities and resources have been completely misused and have been completely... Yeah. It's a joke, folks. Nobody gives a shit about what matters. So why should you? You know, and, and, and I, don't, I don't know about that, but why would you want to be a pro cyclist? But why would you want to be a cyclist? Because it's a great sport. You know, why would you want, why would I want my daughter to be a cyclist? Cause I'd be so proud and so happy to do it with her. I'd be yeah. so proud to take her to a race and I'd be so proud when she did well, when she got to the upper end, I'd be really worried. But that being said, maybe she'd have the, the, the tools and wherewithal to have other options. I don't think a pro cyclist career is in, is in my daughter's interest at this time, but oh, would shit, I want her know. to be a cyclist or a triathlete? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I really would. But when you it, – it's sad now to go – to get to the upper end, we encourage doping. We do. 
We absolutely, absolutely encourage it. Yeah. We want the people to win. We want the icons. We want the drama. We want the drama of Sammy Sosa going up against Mark McGuire yeah. for the home run competition. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, the one of the the things that just stands out in my head of both of them dope. Um, Shit jab. And, you know, and, and they go, oh, Barry Bonds has an asterisk, asterisk by his record. Why can't we put an asterisk next to Lance's victories then? Why should you put anything next to his victories? I don't get it. Everybody did it, you know. And, yeah. and, and by the way, he tested clean. They still don't have a positive test. And, and I guess. I think that's because the check's cleared. Well, maybe the check's cleared, but show me the evidence. Show me the check. You yeah. don't show me the check. You don't show me. Well, they they are test. they are they are checks. There are checks that are written to the UCI under donations from the Livestrong Foundation from Lance individually. <laughs> there are checks that have cleared. I mean, you can't prove you can't prove that's because they shoved a, a test under the carpet, but you can sure assume you can guess, and yeah. I guess maybe so. But who else wrote him a check? Oh yeah, just Lance. He's the only guy who figured that know. out. I don't know. I think I think it was, and I th- I don't know. I think we're at the point where this is a you know <laughs> should we be proud? You know, we put together the most sophisticated controlling doping program ever. No, we didn't. Are you talking about East Germany? I actually did the research. Um, God, we you didn't. And your damn research. Um, I don't think we did. I just um, played Angry Birds. Yeah, I really like field runners it's in a space. Good game. Field runners, it's oh, good. Oh, okay. f- the Angry Birds in space awesome. with the oh yeah, with awesome. the the really cool exploding one. Off topic. Yeah. So anyway, um, I here's here's the other thing I was going to say tonight. <laughs> I don't think we did. Everybody, oh, this was the most amazing thing. So you're saying that the dollars that cycling has put together the most um, sophisticated drug masking agents and everything else. Because what I looked at was. What Frank Schlecht actually tested positive for, and that's a diuretic. Yes. Diuretics are used to mask a variety of drugs, and I believe that this doping program was put in place by either the NFL, the NBA, or Major League Baseball, and then transferred over. We did so not— what, But what I'm saying is this was an incredible—I don't think the are the NFL, NBA, and whatever being as tested as cycling is. You have to put something yes. pretty freaking amazing together. Are they? Well, yes, as far as numbers and random tests go, not with the frequency that Lance Armstrong was tested. So what you did was you took a really good idea (laughs) and you made it great. Yeah. We we basically Japanese. Like I actually think – Did you just use a culture as a verb? Well, yeah. We Japanese it because what happened was the Japanese, if you you look at what – I don't know why that sounds so offensive, but it is. Well, to all of our Japanese listeners, please go to the Endurance Hour. Konnichiwa. And uh, konnichiwa. (laughs) Go to the Endurance Hour. (laughs) Um no, oh, but what I say is, is, and that was a common phrase in the 90s, I guess, is the Japanese would take one of our ideas yeah. and make it marketable. Better. No, they'd make it marketable. Okay. Like GPS was okay. a classic one that we sold to the Japanese, and they made it marketable, and now it's fabulous, and they make billions of dollars off of it that we could have made. And there's yeah. several other technologies like that that the Japanese were able to do. Now it's Chineseing or, okay. or whatever you want to do. Chineseing. Or, you know, Indianing or whatever. Really but what I'm saying is, is cycling kind of took the underdog approach and took a really good idea and made it great. Yeah. Because 
we didn't come up with the idea of this drug masking. We didn't come up with this. We took it from another sport and made it awesome. And and the drug and the drugs that are using to mask things that that are coming up right now. And the reason Lance Armstrong was able to do what he did, my guess came from either track and field one because track and field they're masters of it. Ask, yeah. ask Usain. And um, number two, NFL. I would guess the NFL and track and field are the two big. Like, we've got to keep this guy clean sports right now. That's what my research would suggest. I'm not saying that it's true necessarily. I'm going, if I were to look at the agents that cyclists are testing positive for, I would guess because of the diuretics that it's the NFL or track and field. And so I don't think that we want to give ourselves credit. We came up with the greatest thing. Yeah, we we did it better. We did it better than everybody else. Sure. Yeah. But we took something that had been done for years. Yeah. Years. I mean, we took we took this idea and said, okay, what's banned? How do you mask it? And when you find the diuretic, what's the level? That's what Jesus. we did. They yeah. went. They went down to the down to the down to the rivet. You know. Um, <laughs> don't know who says that. But yeah. anyway, you know. I mean, Shit. <laughs> these guys. Man, um, <laughs> oh God! These guys keep are going, going down going, to the going, rivet. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> um, no, I mean, one of our favorite guys. Yeah. But uh, they they took it down to the rivet, and that's what they did. And and don't tell me they didn't. I mean, it's real obvious, yeah. and you can tell from the agents that are coming up. So that I mean, honestly, from what I've seen. Yeah. Okay. I haven't. Now, have I spent, you know, do, for those of you who picture me sitting there with a, a latte oh, and, yeah. and a computer screen for 12 hours, it's more like six. But, you know, that's that's what I would guess from my research. And, and thank you, Google. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I mean, I guess I guess the only thing I'm going to walk away from this is, is knowing that we are a hell of a long way away. I don't think the surprises are over yet. I think we're going to be hearing even more names dropped. And um, I don't know. I mean, do we clear it all the way down to the floorboards and start all over? No. Or, or do we just say, F it, you guys can dope? Both are wrong. Um, yeah. There, it, is there a happy medium? Yes, there has to be because – uh, you know, I mean, having you know, I I deal with rapists and murderers, and um, <laughs> I really do, and 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 it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic where you go, okay, there's always a compromise, and and when you when you when you look at that, when you look at the worst thing possible, the worst thing possible ever is, you know, like even you know child molesters and all that stuff. We don't go <laughs> after everybody who we don't go after that. We go after what you do is you try to figure out the victims, and that's what's not been done. I'll use who are the now. victims in, well, in let me, let pro me, cycling. Let Doping. me stop you. I, I I'll get to there. Well, my analogy would be the death penalty, and and I'm going to get political here for a second. I'm against the death penalty simply because of a pragmatic viewpoint. I cannot tell someone who's who's had a a, a relative hurt or murdered that they shouldn't seek the death penalty. I don't know what that's like. However. It costs roughly $4 million to put someone to death, and it costs $26,000 a year in San Jose to house that prisoner for a year. All I need is a bullet in the dark room. Well, okay, the bullet in the dark room works well. Don't be wrong. I really need you not to be wrong. I'm never wrong. I know People can rewind the podcast and know that I'm never wrong. (laughs) The thing is, (laughs) it's not like Doom where you hit reset. And so uh, Doom, I just 
aged myself there. Do over. <laughs> yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, is you have you have what's practical and what's pragmatic. And my pragmatic approach is that 30 years is seven hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Whereas putting them to death is four million. So you'd need you'd need 120 years of incarceration, which is longer than that person's life. And yet you spend four million to put this person to death, and none of it goes to the victim. None of it. And so now I look at the Lance Armstrong scandal, and I look at millions and millions of dollars put towards an end to really justify the means. There was an end that was put up there on a board, and they used – then they justified the means. Okay. They spent millions of dollars. Who are the victims for USADA? USADA's mission is to create – is to actually catch doping for those people who would most be hurt. I would start – and I would start with high school athletes, and it was not unheard of when I was in high school and even today in high school when high school football players would use steroids. And there is no, very little in the way of a comprehensive program to test high school athletes and to protect those victims and to give them incentive not to use. Why would you not use steroids if it could help you get into college? And so – why do we not protect those victims? We spend all this money after Lance Armstrong to go, you're an asshole. We already knew that. He was our Capone. He was their Capone. He may have been Capone, but you did nothing for the hookers in his brothels. <laughs> and so, you know, that's Thank my point. Thank you, Mr. Capone. Thank you, Mr. Capone. Thank you for the 20. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying is, is you did nothing to grow the sport of cycling. You did nothing to grow fitness. You did nothing for a lifetime sport. You did nothing to shut down the doping for high school sports. And you did nothing to stop kids from doping further or to clean up the sport in the future. You may have stopped it for a couple of years in cycling, but nobody rides a bike. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, the sports that you're charged to protect – you're High not. school football, you're not doing jack shit, yeah. and you went after Al Capone, and you destroyed a sport. So I'm a little mad at you, USADA. Yeah. I think you've destroyed a sport, and I think the ancillary sports around it, swimming and triathlon, triathlon and all those other things, yeah. have been dramatically hurt by your efforts. Why would I try to get to the top level? Because I only know I'm under your scrutiny, yet I can dope like a fiend in high school football, and nobody's going to touch me. That's my problem, and it's a bit of a rant, and I'm sorry, but I guess – Yeah, I was supposed to rant tonight, you I asshole. guess that's, that's kind of where I'm at, and, and sorry to those of us. I think we were pretty funny tonight, but uh, that, that's kind of my, my piss and moan session on no, that. No, and I think, I think we needed to get to this point where we talked about it finally. We had a show that we talked about. We've had ones where I talked about the Tyler Hamilton interview. We've had ones where all this kind of stuff along the way, and now it's just like, okay, can we get it out of the way and, go, and move on? And uh, I guess that's where we're going to go. I will say I'm probably always going to be a bit of a Lance Armstrong fan. I'm, I'm always going to have a soft spot. I loved those tours. Yeah. I and and so I guess I'll say that right now and, and unapologetically. And if neither those... of us are wearing yellow wristbands, by the way, right now. No, 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 no. I have a, I have a yellow cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it has nothing to do with Lance Armstrong. That, <laughs> it's to bring the troops home. Does that, <laughs> does, does that tattoo say AIDS? No, give me five minutes. It says Adidas. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. 
Okay. Fuck. You know what? This actually brings me to a perfect time to talk about my rant because my rant is actually a perfect segue for this. So I'm going to go with it. You ready? Mark, Mark, Mark freeforms his rants. I tend to script mine out a little bit more. So if I stammer, it's because I'm emotional. Yep. Okay. Each show, you, the podcast listener, have been a guest to the inner workings and the ramblings of an emotional tirades of two has-been cyclists turn announcers and want to be again cyclists. Let's be honest about that. We each take turns stepping up to the microphone to either wax sentimental about the good old days or climb aboard a soapbox to preach about the dumbasses who ruin things for the rest of us. Well, this time I want to do something different. I want to beg. I really want to beg. After the the debacle that we talked about on this show and that professional cycling has turned into recently, I have found myself at the sad end of the stick. I would rather go to the dentist than log on to my Twitter account to check the current, quote, who said what to who, unquote, status of cycling. I'm waiting for a drive-by doper call on my next ride. I'm really tired of talking to people who only know about the tour because of Lance, and they're asking me, quote, did he do it, unquote, or what about your sport now? And the best one, this is the best one. Did you ever do stuff like that? Hell no, I didn't do stuff like that. That's why I'm slow. Um, What I need to beg of you, the listener, the cyclist, the triathlete, the fan of racing, is the laughs. What I want as many as possible, as many one-liners that you can throw at me. I want to hear how you would react to the drive-bys, the questions, the depressing. As Conan O'Brien actually recently tweeted, and here it is, Lance Armstrong is still a hero to children, children with steroid-engorged thighs. I want funny, potentially self-depreciating, but non-bitter, grumpy assholes who knew it all along. I want one-liners to make me smile and remember that eventually everything is just about the bike and will hopefully all be better soon. Okay, you know my Twitter, okay? If you follow the show, you know Mark and my, I, I'm the one who kind of sticks to it, but Mark's, Mark's on it too. It's Our Twitter account is at PackFiller. In case you don't, that's it. Our Facebook page, we also have one. Either way, bring it. Give me your best jokes, your one-liners, or just funny observations. I'm going to repost these, and I'm going to share them and like them, and maybe we can get through all this bullshit together. Please, God, let's laugh our way out of this. In the Pack Filler Studios, I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hudson. We will catch you next time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.